Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. How did he do it? How did he do it? That is Luka Magic! He hits! Bang! He hits! Bang! It's good! And the Mavericks have won the game! Thank you, Hello and welcome to the Just A Boy podcast, a Dallas Mavericks podcast. I'm your host, Joey Montoya, and I'm in fact just a boy. Well, I'm wishing everyone a happy new year. It is officially 2021. And can we talk about how weird it is to say 2021? Is that just me? Maybe we'll get used to it. I don't know. But real quick, I wanted to say about the year 2020 that is officially behind us. Um, that obviously a lot of negativity happened this past year with social injustice, a pandemic, losing loved ones and, and icons such as Kobe Bryant, Chadwick Boseman, among many other. Um, I just wanted to say that a lot of that was out of our control, right? And regardless if you feel like 2020 was a good or a bad year by whatever definition you have of that, I think we need to shift our focus on our response to these things because like I said, much of it was out of our control. And I'm not asking you to pretend like everything was great and that positive things outweigh negative things all the time because it's not true. That's not that's not a thing. But what I am asking you guys is to open your heart to um, seeking gratitude because within adversity, opportunities and benefits lie behind them. And we make the decision whether we emerge from these things stronger, sharper, and empowered by them. So hopefully you are able to see some good in the year 2020, despite all of the challenges, adversities, and negativity that filled the year. But looking to 2021, I got big plans. I hope you got big plans. I'm not a guy who typically has a ton of um, New Year's resolutions. I do it very loosely, but I do want to read more this year. I'm trying to be a literate person. Uh, and I'm also, I just want to be more cognizant of what I'm devoting my time to. And reading seems like a good thing to do. It's very easy to be unproductive and not realize it. But anyway, you guys are not here to hear me talk about 2020 or talk about my resolutions. Um, we're here to talk about the Dallas Mavericks. So the Mavericks snap a six game losing streak to the heat. This is a losing streak. I was unaware of uh, winning the game last night by a score of 93 to 83, a game where early on both teams were struggling offensively, especially to shoot the ball. And for Miami, it was really just Tyler hero and bam in the first quarter that were able to do anything offensively. Everyone else kind of just <laughs> couldn't hit their shots and neither team broke double digits until seven and a half minutes into the game with the J rich floater that put the Mavs at 10. Um, so a very weird start. I don't know how much of holding Miami to 16 points in the first quarter. I'm going to credit to the Dallas defense um, <laughs> because most of it was just them missing their shots and and um, they just had an off night. Jimmy Butler himself was non-existent last night, to say the least. He finished with two points, both scored at the charity stripe and went 0 for 6 from the field. Um, so it was weird. Jimmy Butler did not look like himself at all. It really came down to Goran Dragic running the offense most of the way. Uh, he he finished with 10 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds. Uh, pretty solid game from Goran. I was watching that matchup of Trey Burke defending him. That was actually a lot of fun to watch because Trey Burke is just so much energy on, on both sides of the ball. And I didn't realize how much effort he puts in on the defensive side. Uh, and despite Dragic baiting him into a couple of fouls in this game, um, I just love how hard Burke was working defensively. He's quick, and it's just good to see that effort, especially from a guy who's six feet tall. Uh, Dragic just kept taking him to the post to try to use his height advantage over him. But overall, a great defensive effort from Trey Burke last night. Uh, Luka had a more Luka-esque game last night. Stuff in the stat sheet, finishing with 27 points, 15 rebounds. 
and seven assists. Um, he's still struggling to shoot the three, but he did go three for 10 from downtown last night. And after a two for 21 drought to start the season from three point land, uh, he's just having a grin from ear to ear with every three point shot that fell. So it's good to see him get some of those shots to fall, uh, especially after having that drought and, and last game, getting shots up immediately after the game, knowing that he's been struggling. So Luca, hopefully his shooting continues to improve throughout the season. Free throw still suspect. He was six for nine which isn't terrible, but from our MVP, we need, we need him to hit his free throws. But overall, a game where Luca look, looked much more like himself. And something that I love to watch, one of my favorite things, there's so many things you can love about watching Luca, but one of my favorite things is just how under control he is in traffic. Like It, it seems like he's always able to control his body so well and, and get to the cup. So it, it makes you feel so confident when he's driving inside. And that was on full display last night as well. So, man, as soon as he gets those jump shots to fall at a consistent rate, it is over for this league, man. Luca got teed up yet again, as per usual, at the end of the half, arguing a call. And, I mean, part of me, I can't even be completely mad at him because he got whacked across the head. And when you miss a call like that, you're going to get a pretty furious response from the player. And and Luca was absolutely letting this ref have it. And by the time his teammates stepped in to hold him back, it was too late. He got the tee. Um, but Luca was so upset. He kicked the video board on the side and actually broke it. And I saw on Twitter, <laughs> someone was showing uh, 2020 and it was Luca ripping his Jersey after his frustration. And then 2021, he was destroying the video board. And, um, man, I've talked about this plenty about Luca just controlling his emotions better and not unleashing it all on the ref. But I mean, he got whacked across the head. I can't even really be mad at a response like that. Um, in the second quarter, Miami was in the bonus four minutes into it. And that should just be absolutely unacceptable. Um, in a game where both teams are struggling offensively, why would we put guys onto the line? It doesn't make sense at all. Uh, Duncan Robinson also, at this point, he was 0 for 5 from 3. If I check his stat line... Duncan Robinson, he went one for eight from the field and they were all three pointers. So an off night from Duncan Robinson along with Jimmy Butler. And like I said, Tyler Hero cooled off after the first quarter. I think he got a bucket or two that wasn't in the first quarter. Um, but all their guys who typically carry the load offensively just did not show up and uh, bodes well for the Mavericks. But I mean, we can't just be putting guys onto the free throw line and, and giving them easy points. It felt like Precious Achua was living at the charity stripe and uh, I will say Precious, he looks really, really good. I'm excited to see how he progresses. And I'm sure being in an organization like Miami, they're going to do very well at um, developing him and, and getting where he wants to be, especially playing behind Bam, a guy who has a similar play style. I think Bam will be the perfect mentor for a guy like Precious Achua. And I really liked the ability he has to roll to the rim. Um that threat. We were just not able to defend that pick and roll with Dragic and Achua. Uh, we, we couldn't figure it out. But speaking of Achua, I mean, speaking of Bam, his mentor, <laughs> Luca put him in an absolute blender. And that was probably one of the biggest highlights from the game. Luca got him in the, in a little bit of a post, shimmied around, went left, went right, went, he just went all over and, and Bam was so out of sorts and Luca got the easy lay in. Um, it's plays like that, man, that, whew, Third year, Luca in his third year, not even 22 years old yet, doing stuff like that is just absolutely unbelievable. And that's what I was talking about when I'm saying he's always under control. 
a lot of guys, especially early on in their careers, once they get into a position like that, will panic and turn the ball over. But most of the time, Luca is just so under control with his body and knows exactly where to be. But man, I said it earlier about Dragic baiting Trey Burke into fouls. They must teach you in Slovenia. There must be a basketball training course in Slovenia that teaches you how to bait guys into fouls because both Dragic and Luca are so good at it. And I don't know what's in the water over there, but... <laughs> He was getting Burke into some some cheap fouls that just it wasn't it wasn't really Burke fouling but more so uh, Dragic just finding ways to get a call and it was super super frustrating. Overall, we moved the ball pretty well throughout this game despite having such a low score. Uh, I saw a stat that on the broadcast that said that the Mavs are second in the NBA in fast break points with 20.5 per game defense leading to offense i'm sure a lot of that is credited to guys like josh richardson and dorian finney smith working super hard jumping those passing lanes leading to easy points but it's exactly what rick carlisle has been talking about defense leading to offense easy points so like i said hopefully that continues because that's going to be a big boost in getting our getting clicking offensively uh tim hardaway jr was really feeling himself this past game uh he had a much better game than the box score will tell you. He was our leading scorer early on. I believe in the first half, he was our leading scorer. Um, but he played really solid. And, and Harp said it best on the broadcast. When Tim Hardaway Jr. is making his shots, we are a different team. He takes us to another level. Um, and, and hopefully that is something that like he, he gets out of this reputation of being a streaky player. And I remember when he was traded over here, I was just thinking if Tim Hardaway Jr. will embrace this bench role, he's going to be so, so good for us. And we saw how that's played out with him becoming not only a starter for us, but one of our most important starters. And if he can just start to be more and more consistent, he doesn't even have to do too much. Like we're not asking him to come out here and score 30 points a game, but if he can continue to give us a consistent 20 and, and do it more efficiently, we're going to be unstoppable. Uh, speaking of streakiness, the Miami Heat hit their first three-pointer in the third quarter, bringing their three-point percentage to a whopping 6%. And we know they have bona fide shooters like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, who typically knock down these shots, but they were just all cold at the same time. And I'm glad it came at a time where they were playing the Mavericks. Uh, so that played a huge role in us building a third-quarter lead. Um, and once we built a lead, it felt like our defense got much more lively, much more active. Uh, the guys just seemed to get more confident in themselves and started working harder defensively once they knew they had an offensive cushion. So heading into the fourth quarter, the Mavericks brought a 20-point lead into it. Um, and they had a lively defense in the third quarter, but in the fourth, all of a sudden, we got pretty lazy. Miami went on a run, and it was led by Avery Bradley. We know how great of a defender Avery Bradley has been throughout his career, um, and, and players credit him to being one of the hardest guys to uh, score on. But he was aggressive on both ends of the ball, and he went five for eight from the field, making these tough layups. And um, like I said, he's a dog defensively, but he finished with 15 points, most of which coming in the fourth quarter. He was really running that offense and giving them a huge spark. Um, it makes me wonder, what what could he have done in the bubble if he, if he played with the league? Did he get a ring? Do we know if he's going to get a ring? I don't know. But like I'm saying, Avery Bradley had a really great fourth quarter. Um, we got another Mark Followell three-ba from Kleba call in the fourth quarter, probably one of my favorite Mark Followell calls. Um, and we found out that Dwight Powell's on the other end of those phone calls that Maxie's calling. <laughs> Maxie's three-point celebration, call me. One of my favorite celebrations, one of my favorite players. Anyway, <laughs> we got a stat that out of Kleba's first 20 shots, 19 of them have been three-pointers. And I think a lot of that has to do with the confidence that he's been gaining throughout this season. Um, anyway, Miami goes on a run. They cut the lead to 10, but Mavericks 
end up holding on for this. And it was a funny moment after the game. Uh, the broadcast got Luca to ask him a few questions, and his headset was too loud. He put it on, and uh, it was too much for his ears. He had to take it off. But he just spoke to how happy he was to see his threes fall, like we mentioned earlier, having a huge grin on his face every time he would hit a three. And um, he talked about the, the two and three start to the season. He says, you know, it's a long season. You can't judge a team after their first five games. He said you can't even judge a team after the first 15 games. And uh, that's very, very true. But hopefully we do continue to win games. It is a long season, but we do have to have this sense of urgency. And I loved what Rick Carlisle said after the game. He said, we haven't done anything. I'm paraphrasing here. He did use an expletive there. (laughs) But we haven't done anything as a team. We've showed up for two of the five games And I hope this is the mindset that the team takes on. We haven't even scratched the surface of what we're capable of doing. And um, this is only the beginning of hopefully a really, really great season. Well, that's about all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Wishing you all a happy, happy new year. Once again, this has been the Just A Boy podcast. I'm your host, Joey Montoya. And I'm, in fact, just a boy. Go Mavs and God bless. Shut it down!